What is up out there, Ugnats and Jawas? We hope you're doing well out there, staying safe, staying healthy, and being smart as always. I'm your host, Caleb Keller. This is Mando Talk. We are here to discuss latest Star Wars news, uh, the Clone Wars review, which we got episode 8 today titled Together Again, and I am together again with my brother, Jacob Keller. What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. That's good. Exciting to be here. <laughs> How'd you feel about the episode just in general? Oh, I liked it. Okay. I think it's a solid uh, wrap-up of this whole arc. Yeah. Uh, and some like uh, some really cool connections to other things that we learn about. True. Like, there's a lot that you could... Like, we could spend two hours on this podcast dissecting some things. Oh, yeah? We won't do that, but we could. <laughs> and those of you out there listening, those of you watching on our YouTube channel... There's a lot that you could dive into. I mean, we got Crimson Dawn information that came out, and then we got that uh, yep. Shadow Collective. Is that is that how you say yep. it? Yep. Okay, Shadow Collective <laughs> out there as well. So, I mean, a bunch of things that I'm sure those that read the comics and those that read the books know perfectly. Like, you're good. Once you saw this, you're like, oh, okay, all this makes sense. That's not necessarily us. Um but we try our best. Yeah, yeah. So. Like I was just just now tr- struggling, trying to remember all about the Shadow Collective and what Maul was doing yeah. on Mandalore in previous seasons of the Clone Wars. Right. And just saying that, just telling my brother here that I need to go back and watch all of that because yeah. they're all awesome episodes. Yeah, and this even, I kind of wish Nolan was here. So Nolan had some things that he kind of had to, take care of so he's not here today but i kind of wish he was because he's the one that most recently saw solo and i feel like he might be able to help us out as far as like making maybe connections yeah between yeah. the crimson dawn and things that happen in that movie with this episode yeah uh, i don't think i've seen it in a while though so it's we'll we can try to make those connections later whenever we're doing that breakdown <laughs> but yeah it, i won't be as fluent <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all right so let's get this thing going just real quick uh, those of you out there listening, those of you watching, uh, again, we always try to introduce the show with just some general kind of discussion to talk about. So the question that I have to just kind of get this thing going as we get into our Mando Talk episode this week is, again, another question about the virus that's going on right now. And more specifically, just to kind of, again, open this up, not necessarily Star Wars related, but... A lot of things, obviously those of you out there listening to know, a lot of things are shut down right now, and a lot of things that we typically enjoy, uh, we're not able to enjoy. So right now, me and my wife, Maddie, are just kind of locked in the house, doing our own thing, enjoying life together, which is great. Uh, That's been a huge blessing, but there's those things out there um, that aren't really available to us right now. So the big thing that I wanted to ask Jacob as we get started, what's the biggest thing you're missing right now? Well, As we're kind of locked in. <laughs> Let me just say first that um, you and Maddie have been cleaning all day, right? So, More so Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a good advantage of all the spare time. Um, but yeah, some things that I'm missing is one, just the interactions with all of the people that used yeah. to be in my life. Like um, just going to college and being at work. Oh man, you you miss going to college? I just miss, <laughs> you know, like all uh, the person-to-person interactions there, yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel you. Um like there's a lot of good people that I met there this past semester. Yeah. 
and you know this being my first semester going back finally getting my life together and then this happens <laughs> true yeah yeah so it's definitely an interesting curveball i mean everything getting shifted online yeah it makes you question yep. like do you think that's gonna do you think maybe this might change the college atmosphere I know we're getting way away from Star Wars with that question. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think it might. um, Yeah. (laughs) That is way off, way off the topic. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, it might. um, A lot of people might be like, hey, I could have been doing online all along. True. But me, online is just hard for me. Yeah. It Um, is difficult. I've seen a lot of people out there struggling with their online classes. Yeah. But what else? What else are you missing? Um, What else is. Eventually, I'm going to miss going hiking. Dude, I, me and Maddie woke up this morning, and we felt the temperature outside, and we were like, perfect day to go hiking. Yeah. But we can't. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of one thing that's the really going to yeah. suck when I you know, have the free time and the urge to go do that. Yeah. I'm just going to have to call up somebody who has a bunch of cow pasture or something <laughs> and be like, hey, can I walk on your land? Yeah. <laughs> hey. You can still go to state parks, right? I don't think so. Oh, think they're closed shut now. down Jeez. too. Well, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything um, else? Person to person interactions. Yeah, that's the big hiking. thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, there was something else. I church. Know there was. Yeah. Church. Yeah, you read I, my mind. <laughs> I was going to say church. I, I'm yeah. just going to church. Anybody listening to us know us you know that we're pretty strong with faith. So I definitely miss going to church. Yeah. Miss that person-to-person interaction. And something else that I'm missing too, well, not necessarily missing, you just have this eerie feeling every time you go to the grocery store. Like you know that people are looking at you with like eyes (laughs) like get away from me. Yeah. I mean, that's the only place that me and Maddie have gone is to the grocery store. And still, even time every time we go there, it's just like people don't want to, be around you yeah it's completely understandable <laughs> yeah. which i i get it do people uh, have a vibe yeah it's just a weird like the whole atmosphere in there has it's a just vibe. a weird vibe yeah yeah i and know exactly what you mean i, I don't do feel, i haven't been wanting to go like i haven't gone to walmart i, d- I don't want to go <laughs> yeah yeah i don't really want to go either but sometimes we just got to get it done yeah yeah i do feel like though whenever this thing is all over people Hopefully, people will come to a, I guess, realization that you shouldn't take things for granted. Oh, yeah. Like, the little things in life. I, I feel like, hopefully, out of all of this positive thing that everyone can take away is be thankful for the blessings that you get. Oh, yeah. And, like, I thought that I wasn't taking my time around people for granted. Yeah. But, oh, boy. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I really miss that. Yeah. And when... Uh, when we do finally get that back, yeah, like it'll be great. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be very fun. It'll be interesting. I miss all of you though out there that uh, see me day to day, I guess, and that possibly could be listening or watching. Uh, so keep hanging in there. Again, continue to listen to Mando talk for your at home um, lockdowns uh, as you can't get out. So we're always there to bring you some star Wars content and even have some quick little discussions like this just to kind of, you know, make you feel like you're not alone as far as this virus going around, uh, is occurring. 
Uh, real quickly, though, check out, again, continue to check out our YouTube channel, Mando Talk. Just search it. You'll find it. Uh, also, check out our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Mando Talk on every single one of those. And check out our website, mandotalk.weebly.com. And we are now ready to get into our Star Wars news segment where we break down the latest Star Wars news out there. And really, it's a slow week. There wasn't much that came out, but I got our notes here right in front of me. And the first thing that I want to discuss is this is the source about this news is Disney itself. So we know it's legit. And so because of this virus, they put out a release talking about how like Marvel and their Pixar and everything Disney affiliated going Mm -hmm. into the theaters, uh, how it was going to affect their schedule. And I believe it's really hurt the MCU. I think they had Black Widow coming out in the summer. That's been pushed back. Uh, A bunch of things that the MCU had going for them is being pushed back a little bit. But the Star Wars film that is scheduled for release in 2022 is... Still the initial same release. So that's interesting. So Star Wars is staying put where it's at. And the article that I read said December 16th, 2022. So that is still on schedule. But do we know what movie that'll be? That was going to be my question. I mean, we're (laughs) two years away and we don't know at all what it is or who the creators Hmm. are involved for that film. So Hmm. thoughts on that (laughs) questions or maybe like, or what do you think possibly the movie could be? Hmm. Well, they're talking about doing Obi-Wan as a limited release on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, so we know it's not going to be that. Um and then they're talking about more Old Republic show, right? Well, see the the High Republic is a yeah, yeah. is a book/comic thing that they're putting out. Are they making that a show or there hasn't been any reports okay. indicating. So Okay. So I I don't know. <laughs> My thoughts are, I mean, the two playing fields that I see right now are, like you said, like the Old Republic or this new High Republic thing that they're wanting to do. They could explore that. Or, again, there's still this huge gap in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Yeah. But the issue with that is I feel like if you play in that area in between Episode 6 and 7, how do you avoid the Skywalkers? I don't know how you could do that. Because everyone would be expecting it, mm. I feel like. Mm. And the Mandalorian is is kind of filling in that gap right now. Yeah, it is. So I, A little bit. I guess I've just kind of convinced myself that it it's kind of Old Republic stuff before Episode 1. One way they could do in between The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens is... From the perspective... Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. That's okay, what I got I you. I got you. <laughs> the last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. One way that they could do that is from the perspective of, you know, some a character similar to uh, in Rogue One, like a situation Jin. similar to that. Okay. From, like, a resistance perspective, yeah. something like that. Well, see, even that movie was supposed to be a Star Wars story. It was supposed to be separate from... The saga. Right. But, I mean, Darth Maul was there. So is Grand Moff Tarkin and the Death Star. I mean, to me, that's part of the mean, Skywalker's story. You mean Darth Vader? That, that's, that's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> Darth Vader. We're both slipping up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader was there. Yeah, uh, that's Tark- a good point. Tarkin was there. The Death Star was there. So, like, 
I mean, yeah, Skywalker isn't indicated in that title, and it's not part of the episodic saga, but, but it feels like it's the a man, Skywalker saga entry. Yeah, yeah, but the man who was Skywalker is in that movie. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, I mean, I get what you're saying. I just feel, again, even that film was designed to be completely different, and yet it still yeah. wasn't all that different, I guess, what is what I'm saying. Yeah, I got So, you. yeah, that's what makes me feel like it's going to be before episode one. And I would love to see it because yeah, we, se- we have not seen that film or television in any way. Yeah. So uh, there's a bunch for them to play with in that area. It's just like this huge sandbox as a kid. Just here. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I yeah. mean, that's those are my thoughts. Uh let us know what you think as far as what the next Star Wars film is going to be in 2022. Again, we are two years away from that, and we haven't heard anything about who the creators, the developers are. We know that, um, oh, I forget his name now, the Marvel guy. Marvel guy? Yeah. Which Marvel guy? The main guy for Marvel, <laughs> the production guy. Hmm. Oh, I can't even remember I don't his know. name. This is embarrassing. <laughs> it's just one of those days, man. But anyway, he signed up for a film to work on. Yeah. And Ryan Johnson apparently still has films that he's working on. So I, know I guess who, I know somebody who would be complaining about that. Yeah. <laughs> BA would be upset if Ryan Johnson gets his films. I don't yeah. think he's going to, honestly, at this point. Uh, but we'll see. Anyway, let us know what you think the next Star Wars film is going to be, what content it's going to be, what concept, what era of the Star Wars or what you would, Or what you would like it to be. Yeah, pitch us a script. I mean, yeah. we'll read it on the show <laughs> if you develop a script for us. All right, the next... Because he does that all the time. True. I mean, last week I talked about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series opener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the next news topic that we want to hit is... Mark Hamill writing his goodbye letter to all of us Star Wars fans. Now, this is straight from Mark Hamill himself. He posted it on Twitter. I believe it was last Friday. I believe it was when we were recording our show last week, so we weren't able to hit it then. Yeah. So I real quickly wanted to touch it uh, today. Is this going to be personal? Uh, it's It's very reflective, and it's a good read. But what I want to do is actually read it to those of you listening, uh, I won't try to like read it slowly or buzz through it. Just real quick, I want to touch on touch on it real quick with you and, and see what you think. Now, a lot of people are saying this is a goodbye. A lot of people are just saying this is just a goodbye with the Skywalker saga. And what I want to ask you after you hear this is if you think Mark Hamill's done with Star Wars. Okay, okay. let's get started. All right, so he starts... What an extraordinary journey it's been. Back in 1976, when Carrie Harrison and I were testing for our roles in what was then called The Adventures of Luke Starkiller, as taken from the Journal of the Wills, Saga 1, The Star Wars. That's a really interesting title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way we could have known what an incredibly rich and imaginative set of adventures this obscure little space movie would launch inspiring eight more chapters to tell the entire Skywalker story. For some of you, that journey began with us over 40 years ago, inviting Star Wars into your lives from the seats of just a few dozen theaters in its first day of release. For others, so that this is us, 
Uh, you may have joined us somewhere along the way, from the harrowing saga of young Anakin's descent to the dark side in the prequel trilogy, or the introduction of an entirely new generation of heroes in the sequel trilogy. As Carrie once said, Star Wars is about family, and that is what we have all become. One giant community that shares the common experience of these stories and the fundamental values they instill in us. That sentence just gave me chills. Um, whether you're a, a relative newcomer to the Star, War, Star Wars galaxy or a longtime UPF ultra-passionate ultra fan, I am deeply thankful for your continued enthusiasm and dedication to George's faraway galaxy, which will continue to grow with new storytellers building an even bigger galaxy filled with heroes, villains, action, romance, and, of course, the Force. May the Force be with you always. Mark Hamill. What do you think, man? Hmm. You think... So, here's my question. Do you think Mark Hamill is done with Star Wars? That's the question. I think he's probably... He might be saying that he's done having a role in it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say done, like, he's not done, like, like I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, not like that, but just like, like that. done, um, <laughs> being one of the, I guess, in, like, uh, an involved individual. Like, he's yeah, just yeah. gonna sit back at this point, I guess. Yeah, that's what I took out of it. Okay, now this really made me sad, honestly, uh, when I first read it, because it took me back to, I guess it was 2013, when... Um, Disney bought Lucasfilm mm -hmm. and we knew that more Star Wars movies were coming yeah. after episode 6 so when that happened I thought we were about to see Luke Skywalker Han Solo and Princess Leia for three more movies yeah like in action doing the things together doing the things that we always imagined that they would be doing yeah you know we never got that yeah which Really upsets me just thinking about it because, I mean, I know Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader is like the main character of the Skywalker saga. I still feel like, though, that Mark Hamill is the face of Star Wars. I mean, he kicked it all off and he's always been, I mean, even though Harrison Ford's career like blew up and he went off and did so many things. I feel like Mark Hamill's always been grounded in the Star Wars uh, fan base. I mean, he goes to every convention. He's always there for every oh, panel. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's really embraced the role of Luke Skywalker, and he's embraced the Star Wars fan base. So it's just really kind of gut-checking, I guess, to kind of see him go. And not... I mean, I know a lot of you out there enjoyed The Last Jedi, and I don't, I don't want to get into that, but... And to not get the send-off, I felt like that that character deserved, I guess. Yeah. It's just the real bummer. Which, The Rise of Skywalker, in my opinion, it, it did a, a good job of showing his arc uh, with catching that lightsaber and saying, you should, mm -hmm. you know, treat mm -hmm. this weapon with more respect. Um, that was good to see. But, I mean, just any thoughts on as far as just any of the things I just rambled on and said forever? <laughs> well, um, what do you think, dude? That, do you think that means that he's not going to be involved in any of the events as well? Because I took it to just mean he won't be involved in the movie making anymore. Well, he, he could definitely return as far as like a voice actor. I mean, yeah. he's incredible with that. Yeah. Um, I could see a situation where they make a film and they, you know, with the technology they have, de-age his face 
Yeah. Because they did that very well in yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, with um, uh, Leia. That I one gotcha. scene. Yeah, I gotcha. yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, and and Luke. Yeah, he was de-aged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they could do that, but I don't know, man. I mean, Disney keeps saying that that was it for the Skywalkers, and yeah. there's our main guy, so I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I... I don't want him to be just because it's hard for me to imagine Star Wars without Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker, but it might be, which is sad. But uh, what what is it that Yoda says? Pass on what you have learned. I think he's done it, and I think Star <laughs> Wars is in good hands yeah. for the future. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, it seems like the sequel stars like all the actors, like Daisy Ridley and uh, John Boyega, all of them, Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're uh, as passionate, I guess, about sticking around yeah, with yeah. the fan base, like they're ready to I move gotcha. on. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't I don't feel like we have a new face to just kind of like take the brand on. Yeah, for sure. Except Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, any no, other thoughts? I think... I think um... You know, I'd really never heard it put that way, but I think saying that Luke is like the face of Star Wars is a really good, um, a really good analogy to make. Yeah. Um, because he has he's been here through all of it from the very True. beginning. Yeah, and even though he wasn't in the prequels, again he was still at every single panel and discussion about those movies even though he had nothing to do with them yeah so if that is all that we see of mark hamill well done sir (laughs) well done all right we are now ready to well first before i say that let us know what you think of the star wars news things that we just touched on we got the film coming out in 2020 or sorry 2022 uh, December 16th, 2022 is when the next Star Wars film is scheduled to be released. Let us know what you think that film's going to be about or let us know your thoughts about that film, uh, the possibility of it releasing on that date. And also let us know about Mark Hamill's quote-unquote goodbye letter. Let us know if you think that's actually him leaving Star Wars or if it's him just saying thank you for following along with the Skywalker saga story. Yeah. Let us know and, what you think. Well... One more thing I want to say okay, is, sure. I just think it's really cool that he wrote all that, and um, it shows that he cares. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think we all care about him and his role in this community. Hundred percent. Well. Dead on. All right, now let's get into it. Clone Wars review, uh, season seven, episode eight. So we are now down to the final four, four episodes. Yep, there's one more arc. One more arc, and we know what it's going to be now. It's going to be the Siege of Mandalore, the moment yep. that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yeah. The moment y'all have all been waiting it's for. It's going to be epic, but let's y'all talk about... Been on the edge of your seats. <laughs> yes, we have. Waiting for <laughs> I that feel like part we've been season. wanting all 12 episodes to be about the Siege yeah. of Mandalore. Yeah, y'all have. <laughs> all right. I've been sitting here just like, you know, I'm, I've am i liked these last four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't like the previous one. I didn't like episode seven, the yeah, one where yeah. that like the episode circled. Yeah, the circle. Yeah, but this episode <laughs> titled "Together Again: The Fortune Cookie" for this week. You can change who you are, but you cannot run from yourself. All right, analyst, what you got? You know, you have to talk in Yoda's voice. Remember, <laughs> oh, don't forget boy. that. 
<laughs> so that means that I have to think about what I'm going to say and, and then I say have it to like Yoda. think about saying it like Absolutely. Yoda. Absolutely. Yeah. This is going to take a while. Okay, um, never mind. If it's going to well, take no, a while. No. <laughs> hmm. 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 Well, Ahsoka, Jedi, but she, but change that she cannot. Always a Jedi, she will be in her heart. True. Very wise words there, Master Yoda. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so yeah. <laughs> I would say that this fortune cookie definitely has, is all about Ahsoka. Um, and her arc as a Jedi, like that whole thing with her leaving the council, yeah, and now coming back to, or I guess in this next arc, we're gonna see her be reconnected with all of those Jedi in the past. Mm-hmm. So really interesting, really interesting. And let's go ahead and break in down, or let's go ahead and break down uh, this episode titled "Together Again." And before we even get into like the details it was really cool as we kind of panned in on the episode i thought it was really cool we saw ahsoka kind of sitting in the back of the jail cell and she was like cross-legged meditating connecting with the force uh really interesting that she's still connecting with the force to judge or for her to create her next move i guess right uh to for her to decide what she's going to do next and I was really frustrated with the beginning of this episode because it was there was more drama between these three, um, <laughs> between the Martez sisters and Ahsoka, where Rafa is basically questioning Trace, like who are you loyal to, yeah. your sister or Ahsoka? I thought we were over all of that, but I guess not. You ain't about all that drama. No, I don't like that. Well, drama. you watched the The Bachelor, so <laughs> only because my wife makes me mad. No, you say that you enjoy it. <laughs> no, not really. That's Nolan. Nolan enjoys uh-huh. it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Ahsoka comes up with a plan of that she says you just gotta trust me. I'm not gonna tell you what the plan is, but just go with it. And the Pikes take them to their leader. Which are we given like a formal name for that dude? Yeah, I think so. What is it? Do you know? I can't remember okay. it now. It was there. The Pike King. It was there at the end of the episode with the oh, cast. Oh yeah. Okay, I see. All right, so they go to the leader, um, and what Ahsoka comes up with as her plan is to make a deal with the Pikes to basically say, give the two sisters some time to go collect the spice that they dumped off. We know where it is, or they know where it is. I don't know where it is, mm-hmm. but they, those two can go and get it for you. And I guess Ahsoka's just going to wait in the jail cell until they come yeah. back. Yeah. So that's the plan, at least. What are your thoughts on that plan, I guess? <laughs> or actually, hold off. Let's get to the more interesting part on that before I ask you a question. Okay. So they like go on their separate ways. The sisters start the... I guess they start their moves to go get the spice back. And the Pikes say, it, this was really interesting for me, and it got me pumped up for the rest of the episode. Uh, one of the guys, I guess the leader's right-hand man, asks him, or says, No, like, no, no, you no. You know this is a trick, right? Is that in the in that same room? Or yeah, yeah. Or is it when they're talking It's when they, they leave out of the room, and then they're all just sitting there watching them walk away. And the guy's like, you know this is a trick, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. 
And uh, then the leader's like... Oh, yeah, I remember now. He's like, uh, he knows. He always knows. And yeah. it's cool because in that moment, you know he's talking about Darth Maul. Yeah. And we get more Darth Maul later, which is really, really interesting. But the Martez sisters, they what they plan on doing is to go back to get Ahsoka after they take a shipment of spice away from the Pikes. To pass to it pass off it. as if they were bringing it right. to them. And then take it back to the Pikes. <laughs> yeah. Which we never got any payoff for that side mission. Yeah. Like, no, nothing to do with that spice happens. But oh well. I mean, like, they don't give it back to them. Or do they give it back to them? Yes. And no, we just don't see don't. it? Or do they still have it in their ship? I think they still have it in their ship. Well, so they got who knows millions of dollars of stuff sitting in their ship. Yeah, when they get to the end of the episode. Yeah. So while all <laughs> this is going on, Ahsoka is breaking free. Well, wait. Let me say that um, you know, Ahsoka is basically like bartering her life in exchange for the chance that the Martez sisters come back and bring that spice. Yeah. Um, because if they don't come back, then she's dead, right? And if they do come yes. back with the spice, then she can she go. Gets she gets to can, go. She, she gets free, but if they come back and they don't have it, well, they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Martez sisters, when they get off world, and I guess they're fixing their ship or something. Right. Um, you know, they're really impressed by that. We finally see Rafa be like... You know, well, Trace is like, what's in it for her? You know, how she, how she gonna get out of that if yeah. we don't have the spice? And Rafa's finally like, don't you get it? <laughs> she let us go and yeah. sacrificed herself to do that. So she was impressed by that. Finally, yeah, finally, you know, finally, it's nice to see saw that some she, respect yeah, between yeah. these two. <laughs> finally, saw that she can trust Ahsoka. Yeah, and she was like, then. You know, I got to one-up her and go get her back. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so meanwhile, all that's going on, Ahsoka is... Is co- actually collecting herself. <laughs> yeah, she's collecting detonators. Uh-huh. Uh, she's planting them throughout, I guess, their facility. And as she is, I guess, maneuvering around, she sees the Pike leader himself. Again, we don't remember his name. But he's talking to Darth Maul. And Darth Maul is through talk, the hologram, communicating with him through a hologram, and it was really cool because it seems like Darth Maul senses Ahsoka's presence. Oh yeah, because he veers off to the distance, and Ahsoka luckily, uh, kind of veers away because yeah. he she senses that he's connecting with her. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, like you heard me, I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a we really never, cool. We've never really seen that before, like a connection between two Force users through a hologram. Have we? Like in, in the, f- like, live. Hmm. I feel like maybe we have. Have we? Hmm. Maybe. Who knows? Was it more so like a connection through the Force, or do you think he possibly could have seen her through the corner of his eye? Or both? I think it was connection through the Force. I thought so, too. Which I, but yeah. yeah, like, I thought that was really cool, because he's in a completely different place right across the galaxy yeah and he's not even there presently talking to the pikes through like 
you know, like I guess he's got a transmission. Like a, he's got holograms of them wherever right. he's at. Yeah. So, but he was able to sense. Oh yeah, that's, so that's a good there. point. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a <laughs> GoPro where it's wide, like eye lensed or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was really cool. And then the the coolest part of this episode, which we kind of teased at the start, uh, the Pikes are kind of like telling Maul about the struggles that they've been having mm-hmm. with the Republic getting involved. Yeah. And Maul says that the Crimson Dawn will take over the operation if any other delays occur, yeah. which was super cool. Yeah. The Crimson Dawn, obviously those of you that have seen Solo, Crimson Dawn is the, I guess, what what was it? Shadow, what, what did it, what was it? It was called? Shadow Collective. Shadow Collective. Back in, I forget which season it was, but previous seasons... Yeah. When Maul took over Mandalore, right, um, he got the Black Sun Syndicate, the Pikes, yeah. and the Huts to get together with him, right on, to form this group, um, to basically like take on the Republic and the Separatists, yeah, to, like bother them, <laughs> right, um. But they fell apart, so now they've come back together as the Crimson Dawn. Yeah. So super ki- cool connection there with Crimson Dawn and Solo. And I'm hoping we get a little bit more details as far as Crimson Dawn mm-hmm. goes. Any other thoughts on that Crimson Dawn idea before we leave it? Well, I think it's... Do you think that Maul knew that there was a Jedi interference with what was going on there? I think so. Because he even says... With um, the Pikes? Doesn't he say, because the Pikes are like, no, we didn't see the people that did this or something. Yeah. And Maul's like, well, then that means it's the Jedi. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Maul's already on edge. Yeah. This is going to be a good, I think this is going to be a good ending. Yeah. (laughs) So one more thing that I think is interesting about. Go for it. The Crimson Dawn being mentioned there is one of the Pikes is, you know, like, frustrated after talking with Maul. Um, yeah. Well, because they're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. such a big crime family, and I guess they've been used to having their own authority, but since they're part of Crimson Dawn themselves, I assume, he says that, you know, he's like, he's like, so Maul would turn Crimson Dawn against itself? Yeah, he's like saying that these factions of Crimson Dawn would fight each other, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. If one of them steps out of line. Right. Yeah. Do you think we might see that? Or no? Or is that just something like a teaser? Here like, in Clone Wars? Yeah. I don't know. Like something that's just um, thrown out there like, oh, Maul's willing to do this, so you better be on edge. <laughs> well, I think we're going to see Mandalorian members of Crimson Dawn. Yeah. In these next four episodes. True. I mean, yeah, because Maul's definitely, he's on Mandalore. You know he's got to be collecting some followers while he's on that planet. And the reason why Bo-Katan and her followers aren't in Crimson Dawn is because they splintered off of Death Watch while they were still under his control. So you know there's probably still original Death Watch members out there that are under, that are following Maul. Yeah. Interesting stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to discover it soon. And as we keep going in this episode, again, we get some more 
tease as far as what's next because Ahsoka digs into the transmission log because she's like, where is Maul located? Like, how is he communicating with him? Where is he communicating mm-hmm. with him from? And she figures out that it's on Mandalore. Yeah. And again, huge tease with what's coming next. Hey, I just thought of something. Do you think yeah. reason? Do you think one of the reasons why the members of Crimson Dawn are so interested in being on Mandalore is because of the that metal? I forget what it's called. <laughs> Beskar. Yeah, Beskar. Wait, say the question again. Do you think one of the reasons why the members of Crimson Dawn are so interested in Mandalore? Mandalore is because the Beskar. Yeah. Huh. And what this has me wondering now, too, is who is it that's doing the Siege of Mandalore? Because I used to think it was droids. Now I'm wondering if it's Crimson Dawn. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting ideas here. Yeah. That's a very good point, and it might be Crimson Dawn. And I, I think I would prefer it to be Crimson Dawn. Yeah? Because you would see, like, Mandalore on Mandalore and Jedi versus... Well, I guess Ahsoka versus Maul, because we see that in the yeah. trailer. And you might see, like, pikes. I mean, I'd prefer not to see droids for a Siege of Mandalore, yeah. personally. Yeah? I mean, I'd be good with it. But don't we see in the trailer one of the, like, super droids there? On Mandalore? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't either, but... So, who knows? What if We're it's all three? <laughs> That'd be cool. What if it's all three kind going of like down? Kind of like Lord of the Rings style, where all these different... Yeah things are coming at each other because battle of the five armies i think that's the hobbit hmm. but anyway <laughs> because all of this like crimson dawn is all about being opposed to both the republic and the separatists and yeah. maul originally wanted that to try to rival the darth sidious right uh well he got his butt whooped true so now he's doing sidious's will somehow true is this all about like breaking down Mandalore and taking advantage of its resources. See, that's, as you were talking about, like, as you brought up the question about Beskar, that made me think. Yeah. Because, so, they're going after Spice. Yeah. And then in Solo, what is it, They're what's it called? Coaxium. Coaxium, they're going after that. Yeah. Could they be going after Beskar? Which we know they're going to do that because in Mandalorian, they talk about how the Empire uses it as currency. Yeah. And then in Rogue One, we see the Empire going after kyber crystals. So they're going after like these four huge like natural resources out there in the galaxy. I don't know. That's really interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, they're just, it's like you said, they're taking advantage of Mandalore's resources. And they're, again... Palpatine is using Crimson Dawn, I guess, to do the dirty work to get all of these things. Yeah, yeah. That's what just got me wondering. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> all right, so let us know your thoughts on all of that Crimson Dawn stuff that we've kind of touched on. Let us know in the comments. Uh, reach out to us on social media. That's a great, again, this is like the kind of point where I was saying at the beginning of the episode where I think we could spend two hours talking yeah. <laughs> about Crimson Dawn, but yeah. I don't really want to do that, so... Those of you out there listening, if you want more information or if you have more questions or if you know things that we have no clue about that would clear all this stuff up, let us know. So as we keep going in this episode, Ahsoka, so she did just discover the transmission log and she gets stunned by the pikes. She's captured again and she's taken away. Mm -hmm. 
But then to the side, we go back to the Martez sisters. Yeah. And this is when um, <laughs> it gets kind of funny for me uh, with that little creature that kind of yeah, sounds creatures. like a squeaky toy. <laughs> uh, but a cool yeah. part comes out. The manager of this, I guess, spice facility yeah. uh, is a Trandoshan. So he's one of those creatures we see. Hey, that's the creature of Bosk. Yeah. It's the creature that we see in, I believe it's chapter two of the Mandalorian whenever they attack the Mandalorian to get the baby. And I believe we've seen the Trandoshans in previous Clone Wars episodes because they hunt Wookiees yep. as a sport. So, so all of are... that leads me to doubt <laughs> Rafa's ability to beat this Trandoshan. <laughs> well, maybe he's out of shape. True, I guess he, maybe he's been sitting on his bum and eating Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the manager of a spice. True, plant. I mean, what all could he do? He's, he's bossing around squeaky hat. toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on like the battle scene? I guess just before we leave it. Um, it was it was pretty cool. A good fight, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So. Um, yeah. What was I fixing to say? Um, the Trandoshan, yeah, he had to be out of shape. Out of shape. Had to have. <laughs> I mean, we've seen Trandoshans just go beast mode, and this one didn't go beast mode. So, but the sisters escape after the Trandoshan kind of falls down uh, from Rafa outsmarting it. Uh, they escape with the spice. Again, yeah. we've already talked. Oh, I was. <laughs> I just thought this was kind of funny. This guy is just having a normal day at work, uh-huh. and he's the manager of a plant. Yeah. And then these two chicks show up, <laughs> and they're like, give us all of your spice. Give us everything that you're working on. Yeah. And then this guy hears that these two are doing that, so he goes over to find out what the situation is. <laughs> and then one of them starts trying to fight him. <laughs> and then this guy ends up being sitting down into an abyss. Yeah, just an average day of work, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's why I was like, I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what a bad day. Yeah. It had to have been a Monday, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they escape with that spice. And again, we've already talked about it. There was no payoff for this mission that they went on, except that we saw a Trandoshan fall to his death. Yeah. On a normal day of work. <laughs> on a on a Monday, just trying to collect the spice. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> and there's, again, no payoff. We, I guess they still have the spice, or maybe they gave it back. I guess it in the in the end, it doesn't really matter. But so we go back to the Pikes, I guess, I guess throne room, throne room, wherever they're <laughs> interrogating Ahsoka, um, and the Martez sisters come back right on time. They're like, "Oh, no need to interrogate her or kill her because we got your spice." Yeah. And but he's like, it don't matter because we found out she's a she's Jedi. She's a Jedi. And the Martez sisters are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they're shocked by it. But all those detonators that Ahsoka took the time to set up, right on time they blow up and avoids them from being terminated and they escape. And then we get to see a cool little scene. I enjoyed this scene because it reminded me of Millennium Falcon uh, maneuvers. And we actually hear that Millennium Falcon music Oh, yeah. As they are escaping, and Ahsoka is blasting some of the ships down. So that was really cool to see. And then they destroy all the ships. They get away. 
and the Mandalorian ship follows them back to mm-hmm. the planet of Coruscant. I know we were talking about it off air. What do you think about that Mandalorian ship? I think it's dope. Yeah, me too. Just the what way does it, it remind you of? It kind of reminds me of, um, honestly, a little bit about, kind of reminds me of Slave, the ship Slave, you know, Jango Fett's ship. Does it? Just the way it reminds that, you that just one? Just the way that things turn. Oh, okay, I when got they, you. When it takes off, it turns. and Yeah, like the rotation of yeah, its yeah. wings and things. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can see that. Either that or the way that those Imperial uh, ships... Some of them like have their wings do different things, fold like they in fold and out, up. Yeah, like yeah. kind of in Mandalorian when we see uh, Moff Gideon's ship land. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel you. It reminded me of Anakin's cruise or er, ship. Oh yeah, and then just by the look and the yeah. shape of everything. I mean, it yeah. has like that Tie Fighter looking ball in in the mid cockpit. Yeah, and then the wings kind of like shoot out. Yeah, like a triangle. <laughs> yeah. It was a cool looking design. Yeah. Blue's my favorite color, so that was even <laughs> added more to it. Yeah. Uh, but they get back to Coruscant, and the Martez sisters finally make peace with Ahsoka and her being a Jedi. And as they kind of make peace, they're all good. Sister, sister, sister. Uh, Bo Katan shows up, and she reveals herself. And this was really interesting for me. She tells Ahsoka that the Death Watch is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she has no reason for her to be afraid of Bo-Katan, and that they have the same enemy, uh, which is Darth Maul. So that sets us up with where we're left off for next episode. Uh, Ahsoka decides to go with them to Mandalore to track down Maul and put an end to his reign, I guess, on the planet of Mandalore. Yep. And we know then that the Siege of Mandalore arc is coming next. Yep, the moment y'all have been waiting for. The moment we've been waiting for. <laughs> now, I will say this, though. does I guess that means that we're not going to see Count Dooku, Grievous, or Palpatine mm. at all in this season. I don't know. Or... Uh, I think Pal- Palpatine uh, oh, could make a Ventress. show. Ventress. What yeah. about Ventress, man? Yeah. We're not going to see any of them. I could see Palpatine show up yeah. at the very end. That'd be cool. But what are your thoughts as far as this episode goes and what it sets up for next week? I liked it. Okay. Um, I really Good liked summary. it. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it. Um, you know, we were we didn't like the previous episode because it went in a circle. Yeah, figure eight almost. One, <laughs> yeah, but this one, you know, the circle... Went around. <laughs> Here we go. It's, Get the graph charts out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the circle went around, but now it's gone back up. Yeah. We, like, I think last week you did like this. Yeah, I did. And then you were like, <laughs> 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 we get that action yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was good to see. What do you think, I guess, what do you think the outcome of the Siege of Mandalore is going to be? I know that's like a really, really open question because mm. we're not given any information as far as that goes. Yeah. I think obviously it leaves the whole planet and the whole culture of Mandalore decimated. Is that okay. what you mean? Like sure. after all of this? Yeah. Yeah, I think it leaves all of that decimated. Yeah. And like Mandalorians have to 
relocate and probably like go off of world and hide their ways like go underground like we see in the mandalorian Uh um and their the resources from their planet get taken right i don't know if we'll see that in the clone wars in this um season but i think we'll see like their whole planet like everything like their civilization like completely dismantled in this conflict i feel you and i think i agree with you now one more little tidbit uh that i'm gonna tie this into with that question that i kind of asked you like how do we think this siege of mandalore thing is going to end uh last week we didn't pick up on it but those of you out there picked up on it and then i got confirmation on it this week uh one of the mandalorians is ursa wren uh it's credited at the end of the episodes and w- we speculated that that mandalorian was the armorer mm-hmm. for season two of the mandalorian yeah and also ursa wren that last name should sound familiar because sabine wren she's the mandalorian in rebels so i'm trying to see how i'm, I'm wanting to tie all this in Okay, here's here's what it is. here's what I was going for. Is it possible that we could see Ahsoka and Ursa Wren, which we've believed to be the armorer? Could we see those two, Sabine Wren, and a young Din Djarin at the end of this thing to set up? Hmm. For the connection in season two. Yay or nay? Or is that just like too far out there for them to tackle in Clone Wars? <laughs> it might, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really cool, though. It would at least be cool to, see, cool to see Ahsoka the... see Din. Like the family? Somehow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For her, hmm. I wonder, since they're not called Death Watch anymore, I wonder what Bo-Katan's people are called now. Well, see, and then in Mandalorian, don't they say that the Death Watch saved him? Does he say Death Watch? Or does he say something else? I'm pretty sure they say Death Watch. Or they have the (laughs) signet of the Death Watch. Yeah, they do. They have that, yeah. So is he part of the Crimson Dawn foundlings, I guess? I don't know. Who knows, man? So that's that's what's making me think we'll get clarification on it. Yeah. If okay, it might be something though that they clarify in the Mandalorian though, not Clone Wars. Yeah. I mean, it'd make more sense to give clarification for Din Djarin in his own show. Yeah. But it'd be cool. It'd be cool if it was just like one of those scenes where at the very end of this thing, Ahsoka's like, you know, they're like all celebrating, and she sees like all these cute little Mandalorian kids running around doing things, and like Din Djarin stands out, and she's like. Oh, what's your name, little guy? (laughs) And and he's like, Din Djarin. And we're just like, oh, that's epic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's how, like, whenever they see each other later in season two, it's like these two know each other. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to, like, speculate, connect our uh, namesake show to this thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm excited for the Siege of Mandalore. I know everyone out there is really excited for the Siege of Mandalore. I feel like this is the big thing that when everyone wanted the Clone Wars to return, this is the big thing that everyone was wanting to see. And we're finally going to get to see it at least start next week, which I'm extremely excited for. Um, 
any other like general thoughts on this episode or anything Clone Wars or anything Star Wars? What do you think is going to happen in the next episode? I think we'll see that scene where uh, Ahsoka and Bo-Katan are transmitted to Anakin and Obi-Wan. You think so? If it's... <laughs> I'm always wrong. It's either in <laughs> next episode. It's either in next week's episode or the weeks after that. <laughs> yeah, because we still have. Uh, we know Ahsoka and Maul are gonna fight. Yep, that's probably gonna be the last episode. Probably. We know that Rex and his troopers are gonna become Ahsoka's troopers because they get like orange yeah. on their helmet. That's probably gonna be next to last episode. Probably. <laughs> And then do they, and we also see crossover between episode three and Clone Wars in the trailer because mm-hmm. they're having that discussion around the hologram table. Oh. You remember that in the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I sense a plot to destroy right. the Jedi. <laughs> so we're crossing over at some point. Yeah. And also we're going to see, I, I don't know if it's, if they're heading toward Mandalore or if they're heading toward capturing Palpatine. But it was in one of the early trailers where we see Anakin and Obi-Wan look up to the sky, and mm-hmm. like the huge, like all of the Republic fleet is fixing to take off. So mm. that's coming too, too soon. Okay. And I don't know if they're going toward Palpatine or if they're going toward Mandalore. Hmm. You know what I just thought of too? Because we what? said that we haven't seen Palpatine yet. It would be cool to see Palpatine like setting up the situation of him getting captured. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Captured by Grievous and Dooku. Hmm. It'd be interesting to see how he would pull that off because yeah. he pulls off everything. Yeah. Except so Dooku knows the final that order. <laughs> Dooku knows that uh the Chancellor and Sidious are one and the same, right? Right. He knows that. Yeah. So would he just be like, hey, hey, bro, come over and capture me this day. <laughs> he could hey, text him. Hey, um, I need to be captured to get everyone away from Mandalore. Uh, send. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows, man? So that I can have you be killed. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. By my next apprentice. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, let us know what you thought of the episode uh, title together again. Let us know what you thought of together again. Let us know what you think about next week, the Siege of Mandalore fix and start. Uh, Let us know all the things that you are looking forward to. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our, uh, I guess, lockdown discussion at the beginning, our Star Wars news, and also our breakdown of the Clone Wars episode. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, Mando Talk, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check out our YouTube channel, Mando Talk. Subscribe, hit the bell button to get notified. Uh, comment, let us know things that you want to know for us to discuss, and we'll discuss them. And then also check out our website, mandotalk.weebly.com. Uh, Jacob, thank you for being the co-host today. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to say to I the like listeners that out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't get comfortable. <laughs> oh, hmm. Am I gonna have Sorry, to? Sorry, man. <laughs> am I gonna have to duel for I it? I mean, Nolan might fight you to the death. Oh yeah. I mean, y'all can get some of these lightsabers and duel, and we'll play some of the music in the well, background. I'm, I'm pretty skilled. And we'll post it on social media. Let us know if you want to see <laughs> Nolan and Jacob lightsaber duel in the studio, and we'll post it for you to I see. I think it would be <laughs> like I'm Vader. And he's Luke, 
and it would be like Empire Strikes Back. And you're his daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let us know if you want to see that action uh, occur. Jacob, again, thank you for being on. Yeah, it's been good to be here. This has been a f- fun one. Yeah, I, it was a very fun episode. I enjoyed hey, watching uh, the episode for sure. You know, we haven't done Star Wars Trivia Box yeah. in a while. I know we no, haven't. Anyway. But that's because no one's not here. And also, we try to like separate like the weeks. I think yeah. we were supposed to do it this week, but yeah, we weren't able to. Star Wars Trivia Box. Star Wars Trivia Box. So... That's probably going to return soon, so keep an eye out on that. Thank you for listening. As always, may the Force be with you, and we have spoken.